Is everybody ready? Can we play Pathfinder? What do you guys do? Let's go fucking do some shit. Haven't y'all learned? One person's not going to go up there alone. That's like murder hobo, like 101. Do you think I should stick with my same dice? It was doing me good. I think you should do whatever you want because nothing matters and heaven is empty. Let's go. Come on. Some undead have to be hot though, right? I can't with David right now. Oh <laughs> my fucking God. animal. No one asked for this and they don't deserve it. What the fuck are we talking about? Can we play Pathfinder? Let's have you roll for initiative. Oh, oh my yeah. idea. Oh. learned how to hurt us now. This is a 5th edition where the rules don't matter and the GM's your mom. Let's play some Pathfinder. Escape this reality. Quest, and as always, I am your friendly neighborhood game master, Josh. And I'm Stephanie. There is a hole. <laughs> I'm Foz. Almost had a spit take. I'm Laura. <laughs> Hey guys, I'm David. <laughs> this isn't going to be in the episode because I'll probably edit it out, but Felix took a, a, a very pregnant pause there. <laughs> I'm very pregnant. Oh my God, congratulations. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations on your pause. It's a hole. It's a, <laughs> it's a hole. <laughs> yeah, wh- where is this hole, Shane? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and we will never get an explanation. <laughs> Oh, geez. Well, guys, <laughs> this is really weird. We played last night, too. Yeah. yeah. It's a party this weekend. That's Hell true. yeah. Pathfinder party. Got beers and pizzas and cookies. Yeah. yeah. One of these days, we need to we need to sh- send Shane some of this stuff. Yeah, we need to actually plan out next time, because I'll just fucking DoorDash something in Portland to your door on the podcast time, dude. Hell yeah. Thanks, patrons. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, guys. So before we dive into anything else, I actually realized... I'm sorry, actually, no. Let me re- let me be truthful. Foz realized and reminded me via text today that we have a new $10 patron from a, a few months ago that we never shouted out. In reality, it's it's two months old, but hey, those were, we took two months off, so this actually makes total sense. Although, by the time this comes out, it'll be three months ago, so... So whatever, don't keep us accountable. It's fine. Um, so I just want to make sure and welcome because we're not having the intermissions in the same way anymore. I want to welcome our newest addition to the $10 exemplar tier over on the Patreon where you get to vote for monthly hero dice. We got to put that up as uh, like a week from now. Foz, we got to remember that. Put that up for like a week from now for October. But um, you also get a number of other things. I want to welcome and thank Richard Maza. Yay, Yo, thanks, Richard. Richard. You also get the, you get the first like group shout out. Normally, it's just me going, welcome. And now you get the whole gang to welcome you. So uh, a big shout out to all those folks, you know, all the way going back. We'll do a whole a whole big shout out here on the show. But uh, Richard, thank you so much. I think we've seen you over there on the Discord, if I remember correctly. But thanks for joining. And if anybody else is interested, you check out uh, patreon.com slash podcalledquest. Uh, we removed some stuff on there uh, recently, but uh, not the $10 tier. That's all still available. So um, yeah. we'll be putting out... Uh, some fun new after show content and stuff like that going forward. And it's going to be real great. So check it out if you would like to. Either way, thanks, Richard. Yay. Yay. But with that, last night's episode, guys. 
Oh my God. That cliffhanger was You got some sick ass magic items. We're not even to the cliffhanger yet. You guys got cool. You're going to skip over the magic items? What kind of of Pathfinder player are you? I'm sorry. God. Not a magic user. I'm not a magic user. She is. She does use plenty of magic items though. I do use a lot of magic items and I love them with all my heart. I wonder if there's going to be I something bet, for us. I bet you do. I realized that I didn't take any notes the last session. So now while it's still fresh in my mind, I'm trying to recap oh, what smart. we did. That's smart. Do it mm-hmm. now. So bad mm-hmm. timing. I know, but no. Why don't you do it after the intro? Well, you see, uh, because I know there's, there's a point excuse. where you're going to ask us what happened in the last there's episode. An and then I'm not going to have notes. I was already explaining. This is like that situation where you're in English class and the teacher's like, did everyone finish their essays? And Stephanie's like, oh, shit. And she writes it like right now. Can I actually say that this is something that I did on a regular basis in college? Every In some of my classes, in one in particular, we had an essay due every single week. And I would sit there at the start. It was due at the end of the class. She would collect them. And so I would sit there in class and type the entire essay every single week that was due at the end. Excuse myself to the bathroom just before the end of the class. Go print it in the library (laughs) and then come back and turn it in. Genius. Work smarter, not harder, everybody. She didn't notice you consistently walk back from the bathroom with a set of pages in your hand. It must have been a big enough class. She was a restaurant reader, dude. I'm going to be honest. I I think your teacher probably did notice, but didn't care. Whatever the case is, I got away with it. So that's how we get through college, man. That's just how you do it. Laura, both of us dropped out. (laughs) Don't say that. (laughs) True. I'm the only one who passed college here. That's true. She's the only one of us who graduated, but and I half-assed it, guys. Just so you know. You can. I'm proud. All of my friends were sad, you know, stay like pulling all-nighters in finals week, crying in the library, and here I was typing my essay due at the end of class during the class every single week. Life hacks. Yeah. Yeah, I got to a point where I was real sad because I had to choose between my education and eating, and so I uh, I dropped out so I could pay my rent. That's valid. I just and I stuck- also realized that my degree was literally a waste of time because I was going to school for philosophy. Yeah. Which was stupid. Mm-hmm. I decided I wanted to go to beauty <laughs> school. Yay. That makes you money, at least. you know. It did. Now it is a successful career. So I made the right choice. I signed up to do hospitality, which is a joke in and of itself because you do not need a degree to be a manager in hospitality. Yeah, just, at least you learned just a lot. get a job. <laughs> literally, that's all I needed to do. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we've gone utterly off the beaten path. There, Stay there in school, is, kids. Well, we'll say this. There was no hospitality to be had in this ah, venue when you went into the tent. Great They segue. immediately attacked you with lightning. You guys fought some goblins that nearly killed a couple of you. It was yeah, awesome. It was that cute. could have been really bad. That it encounter really went exactly as I wanted it to be. A bunch of goblins who have like six hit points each and an AC of like 14, but have a bunch of magic items that make them technically a CR 11. <laughs> oh my god it was absolutely nuts i did not expect that at all it was fun that was insane and as some folks uh patrons heard over on the afterpath for last episode uh that's available over on patreon.com quest to five dollar nut people but that encounter at least the magic items was actually uh was assisted in the design by the hierarch patrons Yay. the impetus nice. the idea for it was mine got to get put credit where credit's due even if it's for me but the actual items and everything they helped me figure that out can I just say that the hierarch patrons have come up with some of the coolest shit? They like, really I am have. Thoroughly impressed, honestly. Like it's pretty amazing. Why don't you guys ever say that about me? Eh, 
Oh, it's always about you. <laughs> it's always it's about, about you, Josh. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes, it is. <laughs> I tell you how amazing you are all the time. I don't remember wedding. a single time. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it was in my wedding vows, goddammit. No, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Never mind. Can you prove it? Can I? There's a video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yuck. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> what was the name of the the girl that the goblins referred to at the end, or oh, the person? Yeah. What was that? Lady was... Volumanari. Volumanari. I love that name. Well, she's the <laughs> she's probably the living reactor, the witch of radiation. Eh, well, before we get back into things, I do really quick want to do our quick little housekeeping here, as we're doing now, because we're not having the intermissions in the same manner. But before we dive in and find out what this fucking Lady Volumanari is and maybe look at some cool magic items these creatures had. I just want to give a big old shout out to Sirenscape, Larian Studios, The Game Kitchen, CD Projekt Red, and Owlcat Games for their awesome sound effects and music. You can check out them at podcallquest.com slash music and in each and every episode show notes. And of course, please go check out causecalledquest.com. You can find a number of awesome causes that we support where you can find some information about them and even donate if you so pleased. So, with that, you guys are here inside the underground dwarven city of Kaglumgrad. And you've made your way into this strangely located, completely out of place, opulent tent that you just fought a number of strangely dressed goblins wielding magic items far more powerful than they should have access to. Ending the fight was Isla who began to question the goblin who named themselves Mott, saying that you killed their king and his fellow companions. It was Germ, Philp, Scribbletooth the Goblin Dog, and Trib. <laughs> R.I.P. The last thing that got mentioned was him bringing up the name Lady Volumanari. Dun, dun, dun. And he's still in the grasp of Isla? He's not in the grasp. Isla's just... I failed that Isla oh, failed that's that. Right, that's right. She is threatening him, and he is still sitting amongst all yes. the pillows. I think what had happened was I pointed <laughs> my rapier toward him to try to threaten him, which worked. And then as soon as he became complacent enough to talk to, she put the rapier away and got down to his level. Actually, so, oh, that's right. so she's still kind of kneeling down in front of him, and he is still cowering, I think. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Play your, he's, play, your own, he's play your own character. Play your own character. He's terrified. Play your own character. Play your own character. He is cowering at my sheer power and yeah, play your own character. <laughs> don't make character decisions for yeah, me. Yeah, don't make, don't make, don't, don't, don't do that. Okay. I really don't appreciate it when you play my character for me. <laughs> um, I will. It's just a goblin. No, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna have to talk, to the, gonna gonna have to talk to the GM about this. Okay, so Isla is kneeling in front of this goblin who just told her something very strange. Volomanari. Who is Lady Volomanari? She's the lady. What lady? Where is she? <sighs> and he squishes back down into the pillows. Isla kind of shakes her head and she, look toward, she looks towards Salai. Salai, have you ever heard of a Lady Volomanari? It sounds like a religious thing. Um, do I recognize that name in any way? Roll a knowledge religion. Okay. Actually, make it a history. Okay. 19. A little, a little more broad. 19. You've never heard the name Volumanari? Ever. I've never heard that name before. Hmm. Hey, little guy. 
I'm not going to hurt you. He's like peeking out. There's a pillow above his head that he's holding. And he's just peeking out. You can just see his his nose and his eyes from underneath the pillow. Here. She pulls out. You make friend go dead. She pulls out some trail rations. Do you want some food? <laughs> no? <laughs> he like very daintily reaches a hand out. You can have it. Take it. I snatches it real quick and... She eats the whole thing whole. Just pulls the pillow back down. Tell me about this lady. What is she like? Who is she? She give crown to king. She's the one who gave him the crown. She make mine and friends strongly. She gave you the magic. She make shiny stick boom. I see. Where is she now? She wait. She waits? Where? Uh, you don't know? And he squishes back down to the pillows. Good lord. And he just starts taking the pillows with Mage Hand and just throwing them away. <laughs> she just starts disappearing. Yeah, you go to put you, eventually he's left where he's just sitting on one and he has one in his hands, and you're unable, Mage Hand, five pounds of pressure isn't able to do that, but he's left just sitting on one. And he's tried to gather up a couple just around him, and he just is unable to like keep himself covered. Uh actually everybody roll a perception check as he does that. I'm rolling like shit. I just wish Laura would roll Ugh. like this during combat. Right? Laura doesn't even need to roll good during combat. Yeah, just rolls a one and it's still fine. <laughs> um, I rolled a 15 perception. Yeah, what are those other perception checks? 23 for Percy. 29. I rolled a 30 for Stephanie. I mean, for Sly. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I was physically there and I saw. <laughs> uh, 33, 32. 32. Okay, so everybody but Isla. Because uh, you're you're really focused on talking to this little goblin, mm-hmm. you guys notice there was this massive pile of pillows that was over on one side, um, all large, different colors, all really beautifully made. But as A begins to throw them around, you actually notice this side of the tent is not a tent. In fact, the tent seems to encompass what looks to be part of a building. Ooh. Oh! And behind this goblin, which was covered previously by a bunch of pillows, looks to be a very heavy dwarven door. What? You can see there is an emblem on this door. It is of a dwarven fist, similar to you guys have seen before, but it is holding up the single one finger and it is wreathed in flames. Like the middle finger? No, the pointer. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Hey guys! I think I found something. Isla turns around. What Elgarth is it? walks over to the door. It's a door. And he pushes it up or tries to. Uh, yeah, you go to move it and it doesn't budge. Um, Elgroth, you, uh, can you uh, speak or read uh, Dwarvish? Yes, I can. Ooh. You can see um, etched in Dwarven runes below this emblem. It says Chambers of the Esoteric Council. Yay. Oh, it's that door. The Chamber of the Esoteric Council. Oh, that's where that's what we're looking for. Yep, right here. Well, just open it, Elgroth. What's the matter? It's uh, I can't. Why not? It's stuck. All right. Can I detect magic on the door? Isla will turn back to the little goblin while you're doing that, and she'll say, "Do you know how to open that door?" Ah! He looks around. <laughs> he just shakes his head. <sighs> Does it need a key? It must, or unless there's a spell on it. Is there a keyhole? On the door? There, there is not. Mm. Uh-oh. Hang on a second. Let me try something. Uh, Salai is going to go up to the door and is going to use the Ring of the Ram. 
to oh. try and open up the door. There okay. we go. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to use two charges. Oh, maybe I should do three. Go all the way up to strength 29. What do you do think? It. Okay, yeah, you got a bunch of charges probably. Yeah, it's yeah. got 50 charges, yeah. I think. Um, I'm going to do three charges. So I'm going to try and open the door as though I had a strength of 29. Nice. Woo. Yeah, expend, mark off those three charges. And yeah, go ahead and roll a... It'll be a strength check plus eight. Damn. So uh, you just roll a d20 at eight. I'm scaled. Excuse me. Nine. Nine. Fucking hell. I rolled so many sevens. No. Is it plus your strength plus nine? No, it's as if you have a strength of 29. So it's a modifier of nine. That's annoying. Okay. Um, What's your roll total? Seven plus nine. 16. 16. Yeah, you go over there, you activate the ring, and you push on it as hard as you can, and it doesn't even budge. Dang it. That's a good idea. Uh, let's search the goblin bodies, see if any of them have anything that might do it. That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah, you can do that. Roll a perception check, Elgroth. Uh, detect magic on the door, por favor. Uh, yes, it is magic. There is very strong abjuration. Oh, there's like some type of lock spell on it. 28. A ward. 28. Um, perception? Yeah, you find a number of things. Let me pull up uh, my Ooh, my can notes we take here. These goblins, cool magic items. I mean, oh, yeah. you can. All of them are dead except for this dude. Oh my god! So we you can take whatever the other ones have. He's already wearing the crown. So <laughs> yes, um, you find a very nice rod that looks like the end of it shaped like a lightning bolt. You find a magical robe festooned with lightning uh, accoutrement and embroidery. You find a very nice wand that also looks like it is a lightning bolt when it's held. You find on the dog, the goblin dog, a very interesting collar. You also find another very nice looking rod and two more wands. God damn. Who's going to wear the dog collar? <laughs> the kinkiest of the group. Yay. Yay. All freaks. So, I mean, you guys can roll. <laughs> you guys can roll a spellcraft. See if you can. Uh, oh, you know, I will figure out what these are. Roll that spellcraft. Spell, time to get crafty. I got a 23 for spellcraft. 23 for spellcraft. Just garbage. Anybody else roll spellcraft? I did. Uh, what is my, what's 8 plus 15? 23? Okay, you rolled the same then. Yeah, so some of them you can't identify. Some of them you can. Actually, uh, yeah, I'll give you the, I'll give you the wands. So get ready to write this down, guys, so you have them. You find a wand of storm bolts. Yes. There's only four charges left on it. Uh, You also find a wand of hungry pit. Ooh. With ten charges. Nice. Nice. Oh, I'm so stoked for that. And you find a wand of baleful polymorph. (laughs) With also with ten charges. I'm so sad that goblin never got to go. Baleful polymorph. Tell us about that, Josh. That sounds fun. Baleful polymorph. Let me pull that shit up for you and I will. Never even heard about that. Sounds crazy. So baleful polymorph. As beast shape three, except that you can change the subject into a, a small or smaller animal of no more than one hit die. If the new form would prove fatal to the creature, such as an aquatic creature not in water, the subject gets a plus four bonus in the save. If the spell succeeds, the subject must also make a will save. If, this, if the second save fails, the creature loses extraordinary supernatural special. But you basically turn shit into other shit. You turn him into a frog. That's like that's the <laughs> Yeah. You turn like him a- into stuff. Or like a pig's. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. And there's a chance they lose their yeah, spellcasting abilities and stuff like that. Correct. It's fucking awesome. The collar you find is called a thundering collar. 
Made of twisted copper wire braided into a torque with red-stained dog paws at its end, a thundering collar allows the wearer to issue a rumbling growl that sounds like rolling thunder three times per day. Creatures within 15 feet must succeed at a DC-12 will save to attack as if affected by Sanctuary. The wielder can bestow the effect on one adjacent ally as well. This effect lasts for three rounds or until the wearer or its ally, uh, or, or the wearer or its allies attacks. So it's a wild. There's that. That's cool. And the other stuff, you guys did not roll high enough. There is, just write this down. There is a a lightning shaped rod, and another is a fantastically bejeweled rod. Ooh, that sounds a lot like a lot of money. And then there is a silk robe with lightning bolts embroidered onto it. Wow. Well, I don't see anything on this thundering collar that says it restricts it from a human wearing it. So It doesn't at all. Of course not. Oh, oh my God. Who's going to wear it? And you're able, you also are able to identify the crown. Almost Ooh, forgot about that. So this is called the crown of swords. Mm. This radiant crown of steel is bedecked, which is a great word, bedecked with miniature mithril swords. A crown of swords can be used up to 10 times per day. When struck in combat, the wearer may spend one use as an immediate action to create a long sword shaped spiritual weapon that attacks her attacker. On the wearer's next turn, she may spend one additional use each round to continue attacking that target with a spiritual weapon. The spiritual weapon cannot be redirected and it disappears if the target is killed or moves out of range. Multiple spiritual weapons may be created, even attacking the same target if the wearer is attacked in subsequent rounds. That's sick. So that that's cool. awesome. That does yeah, it's pretty awesome. cool. That is dope. Uh, I could actually wear that. Oh, shit. Oh. You don't have a head slot? I have a headband slot, which is different than a head slot. Yeah. Do you guys, uh, I will say this other goblin has stuff on him. Do you want to try to take his stuff or what? Fuck yeah. 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 This sorry. goblin's alive? Yeah. It's time well, to die, little buddy. Skewer him. Oh my God. We should bring him along so Skelly has a friend. <gasps> oh, because oh, he loves goblins. Skelly notoriously. loves goblins. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we should kill him because I want him to tell all his goblin friends to leave us alone. No, that's not how that works. When does that ever work? <laughs> um, Isla, after everyone's trying to grab items and stuff, she's going to say to this goblin, all right, I need you to listen to me very carefully. I want you to tell the rest of the goblins to not bother us. You understand? Or something very bad is going to happen to you and your friends. I wouldn't want what happened to these guys to happen to you, right? But I don't say make rules. Tell them to not bother us or we'll kill them all. But, but no, no mighty, no king, no be mighty. You don't need to command them. Tell them the story of how terrifying we were and they'll stay away from us. No, no, make ear time. Maybe we should make him king. Do you want him to be the king? Mott could be king. (laughs) I'm the king, though. If you're the king... He's holding on to her crown. <laughs> See him like his eyes get big and looks at the crown and puts his hand out. But much good king time. If you are king, would you tell your friends? Would you command them to leave us alone? And also leave the dwarves alone. Not bother anyone. Understand? Who? Who be dwarf? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Anyone else that you find down here, you will not bother them. You understand? Dwarf. They're super strong, and you don't want to mess with them. They'll kick your booty real hard. They make dead time like all you. Worse. Yes. Way worse. Even worse. Worse, Dorfer, worse, Dorfer, worse. Yes. Not worse than King A, though. Oh, my God, A. (laughs) But if, 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 if King was Mott, Mott make all things good. Oh, I like this. Mott make all things good. 
Shiny. Okay. Mm-hmm. Shiny, huh? And we wouldn't have a problem getting through here, right? Where, where do, where do Longshakes wish to be? If Mott made king, he make you power. I think that could be good. As long as you let us through without issue, then it would be fine. But wait, what, what long legs? What for? We're not trying to cause you any trouble. We just want to get through without you. You make friends and king go dead. That's because they attacked us first. But we make party and you crash party. Oh, they're having a party. Mm-hmm. That's a little sad. Percy's like eating a piece of chicken from the table. <laughs> it's actually really fucking delicious. Hell yeah. How's the wine? You drink some of the wines yeah. there? It's really good. Oh, shit. Listen, I didn't want to have to kill your friends. They attacked us. You would have done the same. You even made dead scribble tools. I think that was the dog. It's hideous. He was so cute <laughs> and stinky. What? Was he? Was he though? I'm sorry that we had to do that to your friends. I was protecting my friends. You understand? No. Yeah, I don't know that we can like emotionally reason with murdering all of his friends and family. So maybe we should just take the loss on this one. And I'm just saying you would have done the same. The morality seems too complex. You, you, you make King Mott power. And King Mott make you no scene. If we make you king, you will make sure that we can get through here with no problems. I tell other goblins that you are guests. That sounds like a good plan. And to look out for, looks over at Percy, the super mighty dwarfs. Yes. That is exactly right. Now, Ulaminari, where is, where are they? The Lady Volumenari. Yes. She made king. Where do we find her? You don't know? Uh, Mott has never seen. Mott only knows what we do. All right, then. Isla's going to stand up. She's sick of this now. I declare you king. She goes over to A, takes the crown. Wait, hold on. Before you do, (laughs) A, like, pauses you. And says, Isla, a crown does not make a king, does not give it power. When come to this, it literally does. I have a feeling the other goblins won't accept him unless he has the crown. Crown given to king. What would stop them from just killing him and taking it? Crown given to King Philip by Lady Volumanari. Goblin scared because sometimes we feed goblin to Volumanari. Okay, oh, that's new. Oh. They respect King, because if they do not, she eats him! <laughs> I think the crown is more symbolic than anything, but he's going to need it. Okay. Give crown to Mont. I'm sorry, eh? Well, we might regret this, but here we go. At the very least, it will uh, grant us safe passage for now. We could just end him. He snatches it out of your hand, then he places the crown on his head, and he... Now Mott make king rules. Go off and tell your friends what you learned. Tell them not to bother us and not to bother the dwarves. You understand? And we'll speak to Volumenari. Yes, for you. we will. You want, you want to speak to the lady? We yes. will once we find her. Make sure your kingship is legitimized. Yes. So don't mess it up. 
the lady doesn't, does not like visit time. We'll make her like it. Oh, jeez. But, but if, if big people, if big people go, then big people die. We're going to die if we go talk to her? That's nothing for you to concern yourself with. But big people help make Mott King. Mott O. That's right. So, to fulfill your end of the bargain, run off and go tell your friends. No, but wait, like, just real quick. Why, why, why did we want to go talk to her if she's going to kill us? We just need to get in that door. When, goblin, come find new place. Big cave place with fancy shinies all over. Later, we find the lady. How do we open this door? That's the real question. I don't think he knows. We're going to have to figure that one out on our own. I mean, I, I, I sort of know that it's magically sealed. Can Percy roll a perception check to see if it's magically trapped? I don't know if sure. there might be a difference. There's between... an abjuration spell on it, but it, yeah, it might be trapped too. That is a 40. Natural 20. 40? 41 with my item. Right? Oh, yeah. It is not magically trapped. Just magically sealed. Do Big Shanks want to talk, lady? Big shake, Shakes? Shanks. It's, it's, Big Shanks want inside door. Does Big Lady have Mott key? never been inside. Never seen change. Points at the door. So I please don't talk to him like that. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to get to his level, you know? Does, um, does anyone here have a dispel magic scroll or something that could remove this locked spell? I believe. Hey, hey you do. do I haven't done a craft on the spell, so I can do a spell craft technically on what's sealing it. Arcana? No, it, it would be a Arcana. knowledge arcana okay. for a spell that is in place. Okay. Let's um, do it. Sure, you can do that. Do it. Knowledge Arcana, that bitch. Come on. That's a natural 19 for 29. Hell yeah. Yeah, it's not a specific spell. It is just, it is magically sealed. Um, from what you can tell what is in place, it is a, a dwarven like seal of closure, essentially, to the effect of like the mages guild here basically made it as best as they could so that no one could come inside. Okay, shit. Uh, so are there are there windows in this building or something? No, so what you guys can tell is it looks like this building exists whether or not the tent is here, and this tent has somehow appeared, and part of it goes over the building. Not over the entire building. You can actually tell this is a much larger building than the tent is. It's on the opposite side of this little island from where the tent was set up. But yeah, the tent like covers part of the building and then stops. Can I try to break down the door? Uh, yeah, sure. Do it. Yeah, roll a strength check. Uh, I mean, like, sunder the door with my axe. Like, attack. Oh, yeah, you can do that. Do it. Do it. <sighs> natural one. Oh, I was just going to say the AC is probably slow unless you get a natural one. Oh, my God. Why are all of us rolling natural ones? Yeah, you bring the axe down and you strike it and it sparks, but doesn't leave even a single mark on this dwarven stone. Fuck. Don't. I mean, do you think it's worth it to ask only how to get through? I just. I know. I was I'm wondering if we should go to the dwarves and come back. We could. This Volminari person. Not that I don't want to meet her, but who knows if she has an answer for us and she sounds dangerous. Yeah, I don't I don't think we need to focus on her right away. I think we should focus on getting in this building first. I don't necessarily know if she's the key to getting into this building or if she's gonna be like a later thing. What do big legs want? King Mott. We we want a hot spark. It's like a, a red crystal glowing orb thing. Mm. 
Mm. We're looking for one. Shiny. King Mott does not have. We figured. But the lady give many good gifts. She gave crown. She gave tools. And he holds up a rod in a bag that he has in his hands oh, that shit. looks magical. Put those down. Whoa, shit. Oh, my God. So I guess we better go see this lady then, huh? I guess yes. so. Unless she's behind the door. King Mott, has anybody ever entered that door? To your knowledge. Mott never see. When King Philp, when he aims to please the lady, he makes goblins go down, down, down. Makes them go down, down, down. Gross! Oh, no. All of them, huh? I mean, when I'm trying to please a lady, I do the same thing, man. It would be so <laughs> fucking wonderful if we could get through one episode without, like, constant sexual innuendos. Oh, my God. I'm kidding. It's fine. I, as I said it, I was like, God, fuck me. I, why did I say this? <laughs> this kind of grosses me out when I picture a goblin... Goblin. <laughs> <laughs> Shade couldn't even do that with a straight face. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking rephrase what I said because I am just, just running so, into it. That's amazing. <laughs> when... King Philip aim to gain favor of the lady. He makes goblins go down. Down where? Down, down. Far underground. Oh. Where? Where do we go to get underground? If King Mott does this for long legs, what King Mott get? You we, got to we, be we, fucking king. We made you king. I will make sure that my... Kingdom, leave all of you be. All right, what do you want? Money? Food? I have another magic wand. And Percy pulls out of his backpack a, a wand. Has a little fox head on the top of it. What magic make do? <laughs> it makes you real cunning. Like a fox. Would not grow fur. No. Well, you <laughs> He's a furry. Mutt. Not, not know not what cunning is. It makes you smarter. You like big brain. Yeah. You'd like that, wouldn't you? Show King Mott. Uh, Percy hands it to A. Show him A. I feel like I'm going to regret this. <laughs> I have a bad feeling about this. And she'll cast Fox's Cunning on King Mott. <laughs> it's funny because Goblins actually have a 10 intelligence, so he's actually still like regularly smart, uh, but it bumps into a 14. He's... His eyes just go extremely wide. Oh he just Why starts crying. He's trying, to, he's, he's, trying, he's trying to process. This was a mistake. <laughs> we just like I will pull. make sure that my subjects leave all of you alone. Holy shit. <laughs> Isla's eyes go wide. Oh. I think we just full on went like flowers for Algernon. I, know, I was going to say that. I was just going to say that. We flowers for Algernon to this shit. Our previous king would sacrifice some of our kin for favor. You did mention that, yes. And he stands up, he goes over, and he puts his hand out for the wand to A. Hands it over. Takes the wand, stuffs it in his raggedy pants, and he goes and walks over, and he moves the table out of the way. And underneath it, <gasps> he opens up. Trap door, trap door. It's not a trap door. It's a giant piece of wood that's been placed over. And as he drags <laughs> it out of the way, there is just what looks like a burrowed hole in the ground oh, that goes down at oh an angle. My God. This is where we would throw the sacrifices. Oh, my God. And the next day, we would find gifts 
Please. And he holds up the magic items. Oh my God. I've never seen the lady, but I've heard her voice. Ew. Could you take us to her? I'll be honest. There's no fucking way I'm going down there. (laughs) I have never felt so good in my life. (laughs) Oh no. I'm happy for you. Well, I guess we could go down there alone. We just follow this down. I want to be honest. I've just thrown other goblins down there. <laughs> what did you? This is awesome. What did you do? I'm saying words and I don't even know what they mean. Relax, buddy. Don't don't use it all. You know, I know you feel good right oh, now. You're temporary. gonna crash in a, in a couple how minutes. How many how many goes does this thing have? About nine left now. How long does it last? A couple minutes. Fuck. Save them. Save them for the for the right opportunities. Maybe if you do us a favor in the future, we could bring you something more permanent. Yeah. Or if you have any scrolls, I would read those now. True. No, I've just, I've just got this bag and this rod. Hmm. Mind if I look at those? I do. You got all the other stuff. Do you want to know? These are mine. Do you want to know what they are? I know how they work. The, how do they work? I swish this one and a random thing happens. And I reach in this one and a random thing happens. Yeah, it's very. We don't need those. Very, very scientific. Uh, They're fun, but I'm going to be honest. They're a really good time. <laughs> uh, that's good. We don't need it. Now that I'm king, I'm going to make other goblins have to pull random shit out of the bag. This is going to be fucking great. He has like Santa's bag or something. He just has a magical bag. A magic Santa bag. Magic Santa bag. But instead of toys, it's curses. Well, here's the thing. Um. Would we be able to take maybe like a rain check on this? Because I don't know about you guys. I barely got through the fight with them. And if, if they can't handle coming back alive off of facing her, then I don't think it looks too good for us. And I'm not in any shape to go down there right now. No, you're right. We should go back to the dwarves and rest and then come back. Yeah, it's true. You folks are, you know, mostly healed up and only have missing like four spell slots. But it definitely is time for a full night's rest. I, um, o- I only have so like I almost died. I don't have like I barely have any. Uh, you have two healing. channels. Okay, we can rest after every combat. That'll be fine. See, you're it's saying this, combat. but then if I almost die, you're gonna say it's because I was rushing in without preparing. Well, A will go over to the hole. Right, it's open right now. Right. Yeah. Can she, uh, when she gets close, can she hear anything? Roll perception check. Uh, Thirteen. Nah, sounds like it's underground. That's it. Hmm. And there's no way to like climb down. It's literally like a dump shaft. No, it's it's slanted. You can oh, walk down into oh, it. Oh, it's okay. about yeah. uh, ten feet across. There's a big old like bunch of boards all nailed together that he pulled out of the way. Does it look um, a similar shape and size to the holes that we traveled in with the excavators? Or is it's it a si- it's 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 smaller in diameter and it doesn't look dug out like okay. that. It looks a little more. It looks less mechanically dug. More naturally done. Yuck. Ugh. It's like a giant ass centipede with like a Ugh. human body Ew. attached to it. Lady worm. Yeah. Lady, Lady worm. Oh, God. No. I'm not oh, excited about that. Shit. We could just rest here. I guess we could. I'm not opposed to it. I was uh, thinking it'd be nice to talk to the dwarves about this to see if they know anything about it, but it might not be necessary. That might be overkill. I'll also, let's be honest, why the fuck would the dwarves know anything about this? They've been locked up for 300 years. That is valid. Yeah, dumbass dwarves don't know shit about their holes. (laughs) It's back to the holes again. We've come full circle. (laughs) Pause for edit. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was funny. Fuck. All right. We'll take a rest and then 
we'll uh, see what we can find down there. Wait, you guys are going to sleep here? Yeah, we have something called a cuddle puddle. Yeah, and the wine's pretty good. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. This is my make place sleep. Oh, there yeah, it goes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're still going to uh, feel pretty uh, shitty in the morning, too, so. Oh, that's right. We can't sleep uh, out here because of the feel fucking like radiation. Too much drink make morning after. It's okay. That's normal. Yeah, we we can't sleep here because radiation. True. Is your tent protecting you from the, the bad air outside, Mr. Mott? You okay, buddy? King Mott too long, Shank. Uh, I... Oh, this is making me sad. I'll get the shotgun. He hits himself with the wand. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Just look at the rabbits. The rabbits, Lenny. The rabbits. Oh, no. I never want to go back. (laughs) It's funny. He's actually averagely intelligent. So I'm having this hyper exaggerated. But (laughs) there isn't any bad air. It's fine. They must be immune to it somehow. I like it here. Hmm. Then maybe we should go back and see the dwarves. Yeah, they'll sleep behind the sealed doors. So, Mott, you will take care of the, your friends, your goblin friends, make sure we can get through here safely, and then we'll be back tomorrow. All right? I don't like the way you're looking at us there, Mott. What's wrong? He's high on power. I kind of feel like I'm getting the short end of this stick here. Oh, what How? How so? So are you just supposed to be able to walk around my kingdom as long as you want? We could just fucking kill you. We also made you king just now. We, we didn't have to do you, that. We, and we gave you a wand. We could just kill you, but we decided not to. That doesn't give, do us any favors at all. We're doing you a favor. All we ask is safe passage. I don't think that's too much to ask. What if, what if we go and talk to the lady? Together? Right now? What if I make an introduction? You've never even met her. Sense motive. But she knows. She knows. <laughs> I'll do sense motive too, because Felix was like sense motive rolls a three. She was just saying, yeah, he hasn't met her. Why are you all of a sudden so keen on talking to her? Because you guys want to go run away and then come back. I don't want to. I don't want to play games like this. Twenty-three. Anybody else? Mine was a fucking seven. 25. Yeah, he is a little wily. So reading him directly is actually a little difficult, but he seems impatient and seems like he's realizing having you guys going around is kind of like just free will is actually kind of a bad deal. And there's probably some ulterior motive to get you to go talk to this thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, we can just go down there. I guess I have like heal spells and stuff, but. I'm nervous. I'm nervous about going to see this lady. Yeah, I also it's just it's also the logic of it. You guys have only been out for a couple hours. Yeah. You woke up and it's been like two, three we hours. We had one combat though, so it must be later in the day, right? Combats take like forty seconds. Yeah, it just happened in the morning. You guys got up, traveled up to the noble quarter, walked around for like five or ten minutes, maybe even a little more, twenty minutes because of the, the tent and stuff. Mm-hmm. Went over, fought the goblins, which is a decently long combat, but even then it's like a minute and a half tops. Then teleported, walked around for like 15 minutes inside Felcombe, talked to Bjorg, which took maybe, maybe two hours tops, not even that. Let's just go see the lady then. Let's do it. Let's fucking go. I'm ready. I'm about If one of us dies, I will just blame you forever. I'm just kidding. We tell Mott, take us to the freaking lady. We're ready to go. Lead the way, sir. 
Are we all healed up? I'm fine. I'm short 10, but I'm not going to waste one of my channels. Honestly, we also have a wand. Do you not have any potions? Yeah, we do have a wand as well. I have potions too, so I'm not super worried about it. I can just take a potion if I need to. If you guys have a wand of cure wounds or something yeah, like that, you should use those because well. potions can be used mid-combat. It's a wand of cure moderate wounds with 11 charges, so I'm going to use one of those. Yeah, do, do your thing. Tally how? I think I think A looks to Mott. If you're thinking about feeding us to her, God will kill you before she kills us. Let it be known, King. I second that. Why do you think that's what I'm going to do? We don't know. We can read your mind. No, you can't. I can. <laughs> See how I move those pillows. Let's get a move on. Take us to her now. So you guys are going down. Yes. Oh, yes. We're going down. Down, down. In a Liliura. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You guys watch Mott uh, use the wand on himself again. He's like, all right, come on, follow me. He turned into Skelly. Oh, God. No, Skelly sounds <laughs> like this. This guy sounds like this. Okay, fine. Got it. Sorry. He doesn't have a New York accent. <laughs> we follow him. First, he has to activate his iron torch. Pull a little, little orb out and activate it. And this goblin sort of fits the crown properly on its little pale, hairless head and begins to gangly walk down into this tunnel. Okay. You guys begin to follow him and you all can see this tunnel looks as if it was burrowed out. Yeah. Oh. I don't like that at all. Hope we have a bunch of salt or something. And as you uh, continue down, you go on for a while. You go down a couple hundred feet um, as you follow this down. Oh my god. Yuck. Eventually, this tunnel begins to level out. It's at like a, a decently steep incline, but not one you couldn't walk down. You are sort of squeezing through it. It's not exactly huge. And you are all single file. But eventually it begins to level out. And it becomes increasingly silent. Save for a very faint pulsing sound. Oh my god. What is that? I think it's throat singing. I've never been down here before. Oh god. Well... Eventually, you come to an area where the ground has fully leveled out, and you are presented with what looks like a solid stone wall. Oh, good. Everybody roll a perception check. 26. 12. 39. 27. 35. Nice. Yeah, everybody's able to see here. It looks like, with the pulsing you can hear, which is now much louder, this... With the pulsing, there is this faint shift in the light down here. There looks as if there is a constant increase and decrease of reddish light with the pulsing noise you're hearing constantly. Can I roll a knowledge dungeoneering to see if this tunnel led underneath the... Oh my god, I'm sorry. What is the name of the... The uh, guildhouse? Yes, the guildhouse. Uh, sure. 28. 28, as best as you can tell, probably, judging by the fact that you couldn't see a v- super tall building from the other side of the tent, 
You can assume that this is a guild house. It most likely was mostly built underground, yeah. which makes sense for something called the Esoteric Council, yeah. uh, for it to be mostly protected underground. And you think, based off of your judgments, if you kind of look back where the tunnel is, it's probably in the vicinity. So, yeah, most likely it might be going down into some area. Gotcha. Some area that's part of that guild house. Uh, what do you guys think that red light is? I don't know. <laughs> How do we get past this wall? I'll detect magic. Excuse me! Shh. Oh, God. Oh, you sure that's a good idea, little buddy? I don't know what the fuck to do. I've never come down here before. Okay, maybe keep it at like a five. Yeah, like an eight right now. Well, there must be something down here if you've thrown goblins and they get eaten. Well, we, we usually throw them down the hole, cover it back up, and make sure they can't come back up. Uh, um, mm. can Percy roll perception on the wall? Look for it, we're, we're up, we're facing a wall, right? Yeah, we'll address that. Uh, Felix had something. What would Felix you say? Detect match on the giant stone slab. With, the slab with the radioactive reactor behind it. <laughs> uh, a go ahead and roll a knowledge arcana, please. Yes, ma'am. Pardon? <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I'll, I'll it's say a, it again. <laughs> not great, but twenty-three. 23, okay, okay. Uh, you can tell the wall is magical, but you are not sure what kind of magic. Darn. Dang it. Try walking into it. Might be illusion. Ooh. Yeah, no one's touched the wall yet. No. Isla will go up and touch it. (gasps) (laughs) So you go up to place your hand on the wall, and it goes right through. What? Yeah! Oh my god, Genius! That was fantastic. Isla That's just turned. our random kiss. Oh my god. Isla turns around and looks at Don't her. be shy, child. Oh shit. Oh my god. The wall is only for those of faint mind. Why don't you make yourself known to me? Isla turns around to look at the rest of the group and then she walks through the wall. You guys watch as Isley just disappears through the stone wall. Yikes. Percy will go Yipes. running through to make sure Isla's okay. So oh, Isla's going to follow as well. Yeah, Percy just runs straight into the wall. It's just solid. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> like fucking Wiley Coyote. <laughs> Yikes. No, I'm kidding. Like she said it's only for the faint of mind and then Percy can't get through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Even though Percy has the highest intelligence of all of us. Yeah, Isla and Percy, I'm not sure if everybody else follows. Uh, you guys come into a it feels, I mean, for your point of reference, it feels like you just walked into a, like a, like a black room for like photos. Mm. The only light in here is red and it is slowly pulsing. Ooh. As you come into the room, you can tell everything is paved in this beautiful stone and there is a slight incline all going down to the center of the room. A couple pillars stand and there's a low ceiling here. And as this with the red light pulsing along with the sound, you can see a metallic contraption at the center of the room. Oh, shit. With a ring at the top of it and a large glowing red gem (gasps) pulsing in red light. Sly followed behind. Oh, Sly runs on the wall for sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's an illusion, guys. Um, she also sees this, correct? It's just like right there. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, if everybody walks through the wall, you're in the room. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, A, A will be behind the wall and she'll look at King Mott and be like, after you, King 
Oh, yeah, 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 sure. And he goes through and he like puts his hand at the wall out first and puts it through. And he's like, oh, and he steps through all confused. <laughs> she follows. I think that's what we've been looking for. What makes you say that? You all don't smell so familiar. We're new to the area. I've only eaten goblin for so long. I can't wait to find out what all of your flesh tastes like. The king has brought a mighty gift. Yeah, he's the new king. We made him the king. Hi! <laughs> His name's Mulch. Uh, hey, there's a door upstairs. Do you know how to get in there? Hey, she just said she was gonna eat us. Um. You don't have a problem with that? If you're referring to the door to the guild house. Yes, that's the one. That door is impenetrable. Oh. Why do you think I had to burrow my way down here? I don't think we'll need to be getting in there anymore, actually. Yo, can we see her? Roll a perception check. Fuck, I was like, we're talking to just a goddamn voice. Oh, you're right. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm um, roll a perception as well. I just got a 16. Uh, 17. 20. 29. 39. Ooh! You don't see anything in the room. Shit. That's what I thought. Yeah, we kind of need that glowy orb in there. Is that the heart spark? Must be. Looks like it could be. You come seeking something you know nothing about. Maybe you can tell us. Maybe you can show yourself, too, because this is... I don't like talking to people I can't see. I like to speak to them. I don't like showing myself when I'm outnumbered. Um, Percy's going to pull a vial, a potion out of his bag and drink it. Um, it is a potion of sea invisibility. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. Interessante. Smart. I like it. So, Percy, you undo this potion from your belt and you drink it and for a second you have that like almost this burning feeling in your eyes and as you open them up you look and you can see currently coiled around the center of the room around this contraption with this red glowing gem you see by your estimate what looks to be a 40 or 50 foot long serpentine body no, no. encrusted in oh, God. crystals and spines <gasps> and as you go from from the pinch the pincer ended tail and your <gasps> eyes spiral upwards you see what looks like a five foot or larger face of a uh, woman oh no oh my god it's, it's like a it's naga, a naga. Pushing yeah. its, it almost yeah. seems like this beautiful face is pushing its way out of the jagged spiny body and you can see all along in your you know magical vision there are crystals burrowing their way out of its flesh slowly giving off faint bits of blue light and from within the actual creature itself it is pulsing an orange pinkish light no percy's eyes get so wide and he probably takes like a half stick back, just like almost out of like a, a subconscious reaction. Elgroth whispers to Percy, How big is it? He's big. He's real big. So you're here to take that which is mine. Isla um, will kneel on the ground in kind of a, like a submissive way, and she'll say, We're here to offer you something as well. 
Surely there's something we can do for you. We have a unique set of skills. What do you have to offer? What is it you need? Can I roll diplomacy? Or is that not useful right now? You can. Probably won't do anything. <laughs> we have a lot to offer. What do you, what do you want? I, I, I can't Shit. think of anything, but I'm sure we have something. Shit, I was bluffing. Fuck. <laughs> 17 plus 18. <laughs> I can't do math. 35. 35. 35 diplomacy. All I've ever wanted is peace, quiet, and power. First, you watch as the, the body coils up around the contraption even more so that the, the whole thing is more protected by its form. What is it you need the gem for? There is a great poison in this place. Oh, I am well aware. What do you know about it? I know that these, these gems can only be a small fragment of whatever is causing this. You're right. And it seems to me if you're so interested in my gem, you must have some idea, and the voice continues to get louder, of where it comes from. Yes, it's true. Perhaps. Is that something you'd be interested in knowing as well? I have spent over 100 years siphoning the energy from this room. And if there's a greater source, I would want to know it so that I could drink it. Perhaps we could help you with that, but we'd need that gem first. I would not be willing to part with it. Then I suppose you'll never know. If there's anything greater out there. You've already played your hand. Tell me where it is. Isla stands up. Would you believe me if I said I wasn't sure yet? No. Well, then I suppose we're at an impasse. I guess it depends on how badly you want that greater power. You can either trust us or you can try to kill us and never know. A will walk up to you, put her hand on your shoulder, cast a spell on you. Ooh, what's the spell? Okay. Well, depending on what you're gonna do, I might there might be a reaction from somebody. So, what are you, uh, what are you casting? Eldritch conduit. Ooh, <laughs> that sounds fucking rad. What does that do? Oh, it's that new spell you got. Yeah, you use those out of your bucket. butthole. Yeah, <laughs> out of your face yeah. hole. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it does take a standard action, but it has verbal, somatic, and material. So, as you go over and begin to cast a spell, there is a, a, a very uh, immediate reaction of, I wouldn't finish casting that if I were you. I think it's a little too late. Like, the moment you go to cast it, she says something, you're just going to do it anyways? Yeah. Roll for initiative. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> she doesn't trust you guys. Just barge down here. If you're just going to start casting a spell. Does she show yeah. herself? Or no? She hasn't shown herself yet. Oh. She hasn't done anything. That's how it's going to go. I mean, we came here for action. Here we go. I'm so nervous. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's get those initiatives. Isla. 19. 19. Elgaroth. 11. 11. Percy. 25, baby. 25. Mm-hmm. A. 18. 18. And Salai. 22. 22. Sly coming in with that niche. All right, guys. So at the start of this combat, you can see here on the battle map, uh, we've got the uh, pillar with the gem at the center. Um, we've got all you guys over there here near is. the entrance, including I've got Mott over there. He's. I even have one pale goblin miniature I use for that. Currently, there are no enemies on the field as Lady Volaminari is 
currently invisible, though Percy can see her. At the start of this combat, Percy, you see as soon as there's any tension between this creature and A, as soon as A goes to move, you watch as some of the spines prick up on this thing's body, and you watch as some of these crystals begin to alight as this happens, almost as an immediate innate defense, likely completely outside of her immediate control. You watch them glow, and some of them even begin to shatter and break and fall off of her body and begin to coalesce over on the side of the room, stitching together into a large crystalline golem. What? Oh, fuck. He's right next to me. What the the fuck? Oh, God. Cool. You can see this translucent crystalline body of this huge humanoid shape, massive arms. And as you notice on this strange crystalline jagged head, there is this small circlet placed atop it. What? And starting off the combat will be Percy. A lot of pressure here. Um, Do it, Percy. Do it. So this golem is standing... 10 feet in front of Percy? Yeah, it's right in front of Isla. It basically looks like it interposed between Lady Voluminari and all of you. Not good. Uh, okay, Percy is going to roll an acrobatics to... Well, I don't know if he has reach, but he'll he'll roll acrobatics anyway to try and move half speed. He's going to run past Salai, past A, past Elgaroth to the other side of Elgaroth. Okay, roll uh, a CMB. Actually, excuse me, roll an acrobatics against its CMD. All right. Hefty roll here. 32. 32 is insufficient. No! What? So you can make the move. Yeah. You want to be on Elgaroth's right-hand side? Yes, please. So you are able to move over to Elgaroth's right-hand side, but unfortunately, it is not good enough. And this thing, actually, technically, it is flat-footed. So actually, never mind. I'm realizing. I caught it before Shane did this time. (laughs) It is technically flat-footed at the start of combat, so it can't make an attack of opportunity. And that's really fucking sucks. Hell yeah. But yeah, you can make a move. You want to make an attack? Nope. I'm going to pull another potion off of my belt, and I'm going to push it into Elgaroth chest and be like, oh, girl, I don't think you have enough actions for that. Well, you I'm can. not going to give it to him, but yeah, okay, okay, we're just making sure. Go ahead. So he's going to pull this potion off of his belt and thrust it towards Elgaroth and be like, Elgaroth, you're going to need this to see. It's invisible in the middle there, coiled up. Drink this. And Percy will. I'm not going to use knowledge's power yet. I don't want to waste a round. So that's it. Okay, so yeah, you are able to move. You can draw the potion, hold it out for Elgaroth, but Elgaroth will need to uh, spend a, a move to take it, basically, uh, in order to be able to grab that. So you could spend your turn. You could take it and drink it, and that would be your whole turn, Elgaroth, but you would be able to see invisibility, you said, right? Yes. Okay, you would be able to, you'd have to grab it from him, uh, but that's going to be Percy's turn. It is now Salai's turn. Salai is going to hear Percy say all of this and she saw the whole interaction so she's going to pull out a scroll of sea invisibility and is going to cast it. Oh nice. shit! Okay, so you're going to remove the scrolls and move action. Um, you cast sea invisibility on yourself and yeah, you can see this massive 40 to 50 foot long serpentine creature with a beautiful woman's face. She's lined with spines, jagged, rock encrusted, crystal lined body. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying. Uh, but that's going to be your turn. Lovely. And we go to the lady's turn. Oh, shit. So, 
Oh, man. This is always that fun moment where I get to the creature we've been building towards. And sometimes you just get you get a little option paralysis. You know what I mean? You always got to, like, <laughs> Casters, choose. Casters, man. Casters are fun. You always got to choose something to do, yeah. you know? It's like, ah, oh, no, damn. It's just like, so, it's so difficult to choose sometimes. My biggest dilemma whenever I play, like, big, beefy casting monsters is, like, do I go for something that's for sure going to do something? Or do I risk them having to make a saving throw and give them, like, my biggest, hardest spell right off the bat? Because you kind of feel like you want to save those, but then it's like... You might not get to use it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You can get crit, and then the whole thing is a shit show. Yeah. I think I think we've got to go right for this, because A is the one who made the first move, so... Oh, shit. It would be Percy and Salai. You watch as the crystals, as well as the internal orangish uh, pink glow inside this creature's body that you can pretty much see it as if it was visible, um, but it has like a certain sheen to it. It kind of tells your brain that's actually an invisible creature, so you don't mistake what's visible and what's invisible, but you are aware of what it looks like, and you watch as it glows, and you watch as her eyes flare with purple light, and A, I need you to roll a will save, please. Oh! It's a 29. 29. Okay, you save. So you will take half damage. Mm-hmm. Nice. Good. So A, as this happens, you feel almost the, uh, an outside ego suddenly thrust itself into your mind and watch your brain racked with pain as you suffer the damage of a mind thrust five spell. Oh, my God. You will God take half damn. damage. I don't know if I've ever seen a mind thrust. Ru- That's a rough, thrust that's a rough spell. Oh, no, they're not D6s. Sorry. It's more than that. Yeah. Whoops. Whoopsies. At least you saved. Yeah, that would have been it. Then you could have taken my ring off, put it on Elgroth, and used the Dawnbearer's ring. <laughs> and A, even with the save, you suffer 26 points of damage. Oh my All god. Right. Fuck. That would have been rough. Yes, it would have. 52 or 53. Yep, that's 11d8. It just did to you. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, you are also fatigued for one round. What? Great. Awesome. That's just a saving shit on yourself. Fatigued, can't run or charge, you take a minus two to strengthen decks. Anything that causes fatigue uh, causes the exhaust condition, but you only have one route. That's going to be the standard action there. She will appear here on the map. Oh, oh look man. at that, guys. Oh my god. Throwing myself down. What the fuck? I custom made that mini. I put a bunch of other minis together to make it. It's exactly <laughs> yeah. what she looks like. Yeah. Oh my god, so she's visible. She's she is visible, visible now. now. She casts a spell that targets. I mean, nice. she looks cool as hell. She's like Nicole Kidman as like a worm. I tap it. Me too. Wanna tap it? <laughs> I wanna tap it. <laughs> I wanna tap it. <laughs> but she is now visible to all of you. Is she gonna move at all? Let's see. She is going to slither her way. Technically. Technically, she's wrapped around this thing, but there is no way for me to wrap a model around another model. She is going to slide to interpose the golem between uh, you guys and her. Mm. So she's protecting herself with the golem, essentially. She's, like, putting it in between us. Yeah, from what you guys can tell, I think it's pretty apparent. The crystals that line her body are look like they're made of the same material that the crystal golem is. And that's going to be her turn. Standard and move. Isla, you're up. Hey, you're on deck. All right. Isla is going to take her whole turn to take a potion. 
draw and take a potion? Yes. What are you, what are you taking? It is a potion of mirror image. Okay. All right. Nice. Um, nice. I made that for you. Thanks, friends. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> A. Yeah. Did you mark down what caster level you were at when you made it? I made it like recently. Yeah. It's a uh, caster level it. 11 because yeah. I have one too. Yeah. It says, it says caster level 11. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Great. Thank you for thank you for marking that down. Um, then go ahead, Laura. Roll a D4, please. One. One. So four images total. It's a D4 plus one per three caster levels. So, okay. um, so, so you have four images. total. So keep track of that. Maybe put that D4 with the number four up. Just like place it in front of you on the uh, battle map. Yeah. Um, just mark that down. And we're going to know so we can roll for it. And so we can mark them down as they get destroyed because <laughs> they're gonna. And I believe um, it lasts for 11 minutes. 11 minutes. Yeah. Okay. It's long enough to where I'm not even going to worry about it. Yeah. Unless something happens to where maybe it gets uh, dispelled or something. That might happen. We'll see. No. Um but that's going to be a move and a standard to remove and drink it. Yes. Um, let me actually see. Does drinking a potion provoke an attack of opportunity? Y- yeah, but... Oh, it hasn't acted yet. Fuck! Uh, a, you're up. <laughs> a will take a five-foot step back away from everyone. Okay, back into the tunnel? Yes. Okay. And she will uh, begin to cast a spell that she's never casted before. Okay. And she's going to activate the Eldritch Conduit. And she's going to cast Cone of Cold <laughs> out of Isla's body. Okay, let me look this up here sick. really quick. So sick. Eldritch what? Conduit, originally created by some background bullshit. I don't care about that. If the target of this spell fails to resist its effects of the will save, he becomes outlined in Fate Radiance as if via Fairy Fire. Uh, so Isla, Isla is... I'm assuming Isla's going to allow this to happen. Yeah. You're going to deliberately fail? A will say sorry. Okay, you are now like Isla is shining like bright pink and purple right now. Uh, and all my mirror images are as well, right? They are as well, yeah. yeah. At any time before the Eldritch Conduit expires, you may cast another spell with an area of effect of cone, cylinder, line, or sphere and use the subject of the Eldritch Conduit as the point of origin for that spell. Doing so ends the spell immediately, so the conduit will go away. The target must be within close range, which it is. Or if you use the conduit, the target moves out of range, blah, blah, blah. Um, the effects persist as utilized. Okay, that totally makes sense. Okay, and Cone of Cold. Out of Isla's mouth, just <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I think it just comes out of you. That's awesome. Yeah, like a it like comes a, out, like of, a out of your solar yeah. plexus. Like, yeah, <laughs> sure. It's like um, fucking Soldier Boy. Yeah, exactly. Dude, and probably all the mirror images are like cast. Or like they're doing the they're yeah. doing the exact yeah. same motion. <laughs> so it's coming out of Isla at the center. That's crazy. It's like five Islas all just like like a dope Unibeam. Let's see here. It's a sixty foot cone. Yeah, you can catch both of them. Does cover give any bonuses to reflex saves, uh, Shane or Foss? I believe it does give a plus one or two. It depends on the type of cover. Uh, I mean, I would give her partial cover from the golem, from the angle that they're at. I don't know if it works like that because it's... I think it does. She's taller, too, uh, with the creature you can get cover from. Cover and reflex saves. Cover grants you plus two bonus on reflex saves against attacks that originate or burst out from a point on the other side of the cover from you. Uh, note that spread effects, blah, blah, blah. Is partial cover codified here? Yeah, this? if a creature is covered, but more than half the creature is visible, its cover bonus is reduced to plus two AC and a plus one bonus on reflex saves. Okay, I'll give her the plus one. Nice. Okay, so let's go ahead and roll for the golem, who's definitely not going to have a bonus there. That is an 18. That's a fail. Okay, failure yes. on the golem. Let's roll for Volumanari. That is a 23. 
Yes, it passes. Okay, save oh, on nice. her. Uh, go ahead, uh, give me that damage. Give me the full damage. What was the DC for that, eh? 21. Does she take half then? Yeah, exactly. She will take half, correct. Better than nothing. Here we go. Like oh, look at all those that. dice. Damn. Look at that. It sounds awesome. <laughs> not bad. Yeah, it's not great. It's a uh, 33. 33. So the, the golem is going to take 33 points of damage, which is great. And she will take 16 points of damage. Nice. Definitely better than nothing. We'll yeah. take it. See but yeah, this massive gout of cold fridge this blizzard shoots out of isla i don't even know if she does like the thing because she doesn't even know what's fucking happening it's just all of a sudden she's standing there ready to fight and just out of nowhere she's just Oop! <laughs> and this gout of frigid magic shoots outward uh buffeting the golem and only doing partial damage to uh voluminari um after that happens a sees five copies of isla just stare at stare at her like what just happened? She's like, sorry. <laughs> she just shrugs. <laughs> okay, that's gonna be a sta- uh, move and a standard from A. That's gonna be your turn. It is now the golem's turn. Uh oh. Okay, what is this motherfucker gonna do? All of you watch as the crystals along Voluminari's body light up. Oh god. And you watch as the golem stands upright. And you watch as throughout its body, a wave of energy unleashes. It doesn't unleash in a shock wave, but after this wave of energy courses through its body, it is going to unleash a full Well, Actually, could it move and maybe not just attack Isla, who's got the mirror images? Nah, that's fine. It'll go ahead. It'll go ahead and attack Isla. Fucking try it, bitch. And because of this wave of energy, should I tell you guys this or should I just do it automatically? Just do it. Well, I know. I think I need to tell you guys because you're going to be like, what do you mean? You didn't even roll. It chooses for its first attack to be a natural 20. Oh, great. This move again. Yep. And to to confirm is a 36. On Isla? Yep. She can take uh, it. Okay. That's a 15 on the die, baby. It's a 15 and it's 15 a... 15 on the die. It's a hefty bone. Still got to roll for the mirror images, right? After this? I yeah. do, but does it confirm? Oh. Does I it mean, confirm? Yeah, obviously God. that confirms. Holy shit. Yeah, roll on those mirror images. So you're rolling a D6. Take the six away? Yeah, if I roll a six on the D6, we're going to roll again. And five is Isla? Uh, yeah, five is Isla. Sure. <sighs> I hate this. One of the this thing comes down and crushes some of the dwarven stone in here, and one of the mirror images just vanishes. Second attack, very nice. Second attack, oh. second attack. That's a thirty-six to hit. Yo, fifteen on the die. Oh, I was gonna parry. Okay, never mind. We're Sorry, uh, you said it too fast. Hey, I'm good with that ninety-nine point nine repeating percent of the time. So, um, oh well. Uh, let's go ahead and roll another one. This time it is gonna be five. Will uh, still be Isla because there's no, no, no. Actually, how many of there are you now? There's there are four total, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'll roll a D4. Four will be Isla. Four Isla's. It's a fucking three. <laughs> Mark it down again. God 
Uh, damn it. The potion, Isla. God damn it. All right, fine. No more Mr. Nice Guy. You will see later on why that, nice why, why that full attack action was a fucking favor. Elgaroth, you are up bottom of round one. He's just going to blow up or some shit. Yeah. I don't like this at all. I was trying to be nice. Elgaroth looks at Percy for a brief moment and he says, yeah, I don't think I need that anymore. <laughs> Okay. And then he looks he looks at this naga and he says the only thing you're going to taste is blood and iron. And then he goes into <laughs> <Sure>. a rage. <laughs> Hell yeah. Free action. He's then going to full round action charge this motherfucker. Yeah. Do it. Yes. And that's a natural 20. Yes. For the for the golem? Oh no, the snake. Uh you don't have a straight line on her. You can't charge her. No. Oh man. Yes. Do the golem then. Sorry, see the golem. I don't want. I don't want to get rid of that. I don't want to use it. Sorry, I thought I had a straight line. Charge the golem. Okay, I charge the golem. If they, can they even be crit? I don't know. Oh, that's right. Should uh, I roll to confirm? You you don't know. Uh, yeah, roll to confirm. We'll find out. What? Uh, yeah, twelve on the die. You want me to do the math? No, I'm actually double checking because I did never thought about this. Okay, I think that was a three point five thing where they were immune to critical hits. So. Oh yeah, what's the what's the total for the confirmation? Uh, twelve on the die. You want me to do math? I mean, what? Wh- Forty one. <laughs> okay, yeah, Jeez. it's a confirmed critical. My Fine. God. Fine. Fine. Okay, <laughs> here comes that demo. Well, hold on. We got that crit deck. <gasps> oh, that's right. It sounds like batang. Slashing. Good. Please be something good. Please. Be something good. Oh, that was delicious sounding. Juicy. This is rupture abdominal cavity. Double damage in one con bleed. I d- can a golem bleed? I don't think a golem can. I don't think a construct can bleed. Let's just say they can. It also doesn't. No, I'm sorry. That's the. Uh, it's a construct. They don't have a constitution score. Damn it! Oh, well, double um, damage. Is they have good. a default amount of bonus hit points. So double damage is still good. Yeah, double damage is great. Double dam. All right, here we go. Elgaroth takes. Oh. One point of damage. What is oh, that? No. That is bananas. Vicious. Are you okay? Yeah. Do you need me to use my channel? Are you okay? Are you, you got that you wand of cure mod, right? Make sure kiss. it's ready. Get ready. ready. <laughs> Just get, gotta give him a little kiss on the boo-boo. Do you guys need to go take a full rest? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. We need to leave right now. Abandon ship. All right. That's going to be... Oh, my God. I think I might need you to double check my math on this, man. What oh. is it? Oh, no. What is okay. it? Powerball over here. If I'm correct, that's 129 points of damage. Oh, oh my god! Okay, I will say it doesn't sound right, so we'll go through and we'll we'll we'll, we'll double check it um, just to make Please. sure. Because oh um, it definitely that. sounds wrong. Is yours it's a, times a times three, three crit? Yeah. Oh, my axe. Oh, your axe is a times three. Oh, okay. Oh, what man. was the total you said? 129. 129 divided by three. Yeah, it's 40. It's 43 points of damage. It's within range. I'll take your word for it. Oh my God. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. What? Yes, love it. Absolutely love it. Oh my God. What is that? Like, do we see like the air? Like just, but like just. No, he sprints forward and just drives his axe into the center of this thing, sending all of these, this gout of crystals across the room, shattering them, scattering them into the other side. And this thing is still up, but it definitely took a huge chunk of its hit points out. Well, just the one attack, right? Yep. Yeah, charge. charge. Yeah. Well, first of all, because um, going last is Mott, and that motherfucker runs away. Great. Bye. Does he really? Nice. 
thought about attacking him instead, but and uh, oh after that, with all of that damage done, let me have everybody roll a perception check. I was ready to say fortitude. I was like, no, perception. Call him out. Twenty-eight. Seventeen. Twenty-four. Eighteen. Twenty-eight. Isla, Percy, and Salai. You see, as Elgaroth slices and smashes this massive portion of this golem and all of the shards and pieces, large portions of it go scattering off to your left-hand side. As they come to rest, they don't come to rest. No. And they no, begin no. to... No, no. No. Into a set of smaller minions. You did enough damage to bring no. out all three of these at once. Oh, oh no. Stop it. Crystal minions? Little babies. Oh. <gasps> A whole set of small little crystal creatures. Oh my god, what? Awesome. Little babies. Little babies made of crystal. Let me roll, <laughs> Let me roll initiative for those guys for this next round. Oh, it's really good. Except they have a minus. Okay. God. Well, that's going to be the top of round two. Percy, you're up. Salai is on deck. All right. I... Would like to turn in a hero die to receive a boon <gasps> on ranged for ranged for yes! ranged. Okay, yes. let's go. Boon it, baby. Let's go, baby. Can you remind us what the boons we we could trade in for are? Can we trade in for boons to saves and stuff? Yeah, it's any d twenty roll. That's not a skill. Got it. Thanks, patrons. Thanks, guys. They wrote these boons for us. Okay, Fosmeyer, go ahead and roll me a d twenty. <gasps> Okay. Ooh, I'm so excited. One. One. Ooh. Okay. This is submitted from our buddy Tom yeah. from Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. PJ Lovesoft. This is called Georgia. This is called Split the Arrow. Oh. On a successful ranged attack, you hit the target precisely in the same spot as a previous attack. Your attack deals one point of constitution bleed for 1d6 rounds. God damn it. Were you intending to hit the golem? Well, I never made a shot. I just turned this in. Well, you have to. Okay. Well, remember, this ha- when you do these, you're turning it in when you make the attack. I didn't know that. It's like when you use a hero die normally. When you make an attack, I want to throw a hero die on top of it. Well, that's what, Okay. Okay, you have extra information now. You oh, were going to attack I'll, the golem? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Okay, yeah, just for everywhere, guys. It works just like Hero Dice used before. So I'm going to make an attack, but I want to hero die on top of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, so the attack roll is a 29 to touch. To touch AC, that is definitely a hit. Woo! Um, that's 22 points of piercing and bludgeoning. Jeez. Okay. Um, and then, but uh, yeah, there wasn't anything with the boon that would affect him with yeah, the Yeah, unfortunately, right? yeah. super cool boon, but yeah, you happen to be fighting a golem. Uh, sorry. It was cool, though, Tom. Thank you for that. Tom. Dang. Okay, Tom. here goes. Um, you know, I'm going to use a swift action in the middle of this turn to turn on knowledge's power. Okay. Sweet. And I will use... Uh, I'm going to do some extra damage. I'm going to do fire, ice, and electricity. Yo. So here's the next attack. Yikes. Uh, still a 19 to touch. A 19 to touch is a hit. Okay. On the golem, right? Correct. A little extra damage coming your way with those. Okay. 20 points of piercing and bludgeoning and 12 points of energy. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Next. Nice. Yep. Okay, here we go. 
Oh, oh. close critical <laughs> threat. Uh, 28 to touch. That's a hit. Yes. Long the bits. Okay, 20 points of piercing and bludgeoning again, and another 10 points of energy. Okay, this thing is not looking good as you're driving fucking shots into it. This is my last shot with my rapid shot. You have four attacks now? Sure do. Uh, (laughs) That's a 10 to touch. A 10 to touch, AC? Yeah. That's a miss. Damn it. I I assumed it was probably. That's not a misfire? No, it was a natural five. Okay. My oh, oh that lowest bonus, yeah. right? Yeah, just shy. Uh, but that's four shots, a swift action, and Percy's gonna five foot step away from Elgaroth. Alrighty, uh, and that is gonna be it. All right, shouldn't have been playing fucking nice guy with my golem. I should have been mean. Damn it, Salai, you're up. That crit, Jesus Christ. That crit was dumb. That crit was insane. <sighs> okay. Salai is going to cast a spell called Screaming Flames. I can create a sheet of flame up to 15 feet long and 10 feet high that moves 15 feet in a straight line. Oh, shit. This spell. If I don't completely cover, does it still hit them? So, like, if I get, like, um, 15 feet, we'll cover, like, half of... I, I, let, let me read this. Let me finish reading the spell really quick, just so I know how it works. You said Screaming Flames? Screaming Flames. This is a third-level anti-paladin spell. Uh, Are you left? <laughs> It's a cleric oh, spell. It's a, cl- it's a cleric spell too, but it's 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 this is the this is some, <laughs> in some... the last three sessions. This is the second evil, literally evil spell that Salai oh, has yes. cast. Salai's um, alignment's okay. gonna start changing. Uh, I don't know what play that way with spells, but it just she, you should think about that. Um, uh-huh. A sheer oh, wall don't of worry. flame appears and rushes away from you. Tendrils of fire reach out out of it, shaped into skulls screaming in agony. When the wall passes through a creature's space, the creature must succeed at a reflex save or take one d eight points of fire damage per two caster levels. So it'll be five d eight total. Uh, um, any creature taking fire damage was also succeed to will save or take one of the wisdom damage. Okay. Nice. 15 feet long and 10 feet high. That moves in a straight line from you. Yeah, I mean, it'll come forward. It has a range of 50 feet. So I'm what I, what I feel like that intends is I can start it anywhere and it moves. Is that correct? It just moves in an opposite direction. a sheer direction. wall of flame appears and rushes away from you. Mm-hmm. I think that just means I can't like force it to come towards me or like, and I can't like choose the direction. It has to go away from me. But like, why would the range be 50 feet if I, if well, I, cause you can start it 50 feet away from you and push that's it. That's what I yeah. mean. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah. So it looks like it, does it, it keeps saying the creature. So I think it targets one creature is what it looks like it's saying. Uh, that's really my big thing. You can place it wherever you want and push it away because it's close range. I'm trying to figure out through a creature's space, the creature must succeed. I would like to maximize how many it hits, but if it can only hit one, then it only hits one. But I just want to see if I can get it to hit more than one. Yeah, you could probably get it to hit both the Golem and Volumenari, but as this happens, I will need you to roll something first. Um, so go ahead. As you cast this spell, you guys watch as rupturing up from the ground between the cracks in this stone is once again the horrible smell of fire and brimstone as tendrils of flame lick up 
from the very hells themselves forming into flaming skulls of agony and wrath. And they barrage themselves forward away from Salai through the Golems Square. Uh, and how how far do they move here? Um, does it say they move moves 50 feet in a straight line? Let's see, you place it on there. Yeah, you can just make it to Volumanari. In order to do this, though, because it does allow spell resistance, I need you to roll spell resistance. Let's go ahead and start. Actually, I am sorry. It is a golem. It is immune to magic. So um, I just realizing that it should have been immune to Kona Cold as well, because Kona Cold allows spell resistance too, right? Yeah. Too late now. It's immune oh, no, to I can give magic. it its health points back. It's hit what? points back. So. <laughs> yeah, of course I can. They're right Wait, here. It's immune to um, even cold magic? It's immune to any spell effect that allows spell resistance, but please go ahead and roll spell resistance for Volumenari because she is not Banana. immune. Though she does have spell resistance. Yeah, that's part of I'll give it to you. Nobody's rolled any knowledge checks, even though we're into round two, but um, golems are immune to magic. Um, a blank golem is immune to spells or spell-like abilities that allow spell resistance. Certain spells and effects function differently against a creature. There's a couple in here, but you didn't cast them, so I'm not going to tell you what they are, but yes, if they allow spell resistance, it is just immune. So I apologize. I'm going to give us the hit points back, but please roll a caster level check, uh, just a d20 plus 11, see if you can overcome the spell resistance for, of Volumenari, because she definitely has it. It wasn't a good roll. It was a 14. Total? That was a 14. No, I'm saying just total. Just make, make sure. Um, yes. So... Unfortunately, that does not surpass her spell resistance, and it's going to activate one of her abilities as no. well. Fuck. <sighs> she's going to activate her, as an immediate action, she's going to activate her spell siphon ability. Oh, fuck. Which oh, no. activates when, it, when a spell fails to penetrate her spell resistance. Hmm, I have some options here. What do I want to do? Do I want to... that? Oh, that one's useless because I haven't used that ability yet. There's no ongoing effect there. Hmm, what's the um, spell level of this spell? Third level. Mm, yeah, um, there's nothing she can get back because she hasn't used a whole lot. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, that spell doesn't affect the golem, and you're unable to overcome it for Damn the. It. It was a good I almost try. said what she is, um, but no one's rolled anything. We know Sorry, what Steph. it is. <laughs> we don't. Such is the manner of spells that allow spell resistance, and when you're dealing with incredibly magical folk, and so it goes. And hey, so it might want to if you get a feat, invest in spell penetration. Like A did. Yeah. Gives you a bonus to overcome spell resistance. Because that's going to become more and more uh, popular uh, as we move on to higher levels. Mm-hmm. But uh, unfortunately, you can't move. I guess I'll just take a few steps back. I think that's a good idea. So just like 10 feet back. Okay. Move 10 Get feet towards, towards Percy. the direction towards Percy. All right. That's going to be your turn. It is Volumenari's turn. Uh, what's this lady gonna do? What's this lady gonna do? She's going to move forward and slither around to the right-hand side, your guys' left-hand side Uh-oh. of the golem, and she is going to... What's she going to do? She is going to go ahead and... All you motherfuckers have all these goddamn answers to everything I could do here. Fuck. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe not. We haven't rested, so not everything is at our disposal. No, I... <sighs> She's gonna make her. She's gonna make her attacks on Isla. Okay. Can I parry? Uh, you can. Can you pay parry a huge creature? It can only be one size. Is that part of the rules? It can only be one size I think category it just larger than you. The... You get a minus. I get a minus. Let me I think double it's check. Two per size category. For each size category, the attacking creature is larger than the swashbuckler. The swashbuckler takes a minus two penalty. Okay, you take a minus four on this. It is a huge creature. Um, it's worth a shot. Thirty-five to parry. Thirty. Five with a minus four, with a fourteen on the die for her bite attack. She rolled a thirty-six. Oh, 
attack. My parry is just my normal attack. Correct, your normal okay. attack modifier. Okay. Correct. Okay. Like, I'm yeah. just making sure I have that right. Yeah. Uh, yes. It's been a while since I parried anything. Uh, actually, no. I think you get a bonus to parrying because of your weapon. Do you have like a bonus for that for the Don't type you of have weapon a, it is? A responding or an answering rapier? I have rapier an answering and I have an answering rapier. Do I get a plus? Does that do something? I don't keep track of that shit. Yeah, answering you for the purpose of opportune parry and riposte deed, the weapon's enhancement bonus increases by four to a maximum of plus five. What's your weapon's enhancement bonus? Uh, plus one. Yeah, you get a bonus to hit, so you actually would you would parry it, yeah. Yeah, because it only it only beat you by one. Oh, Fucking stupid. God damn it. Fucking stupid. And parry I get to repost. Parry that. Yeah, go don't for it. Matter. With a, with a <laughs> plus four. Hates this so much. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and I get a plus four. To they literally plus, built the swashbuckler yep. to have an answer for everything, and I hate it. Haha, adventure. 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 Josh hates this so much. <laughs> I don't know if this is gonna hit. To be honest, you might be happy about this. Wait, you can't. You can't hit it. You're too far away. Oh right. Oh wait. Oh wait. Hold on. Can she? You can. You can parry, but you can't. You can repost. parry at okay. range. You can parry at range. It's attacking you. I mean, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> I think you can. Yeah, you wouldn't be able. Also, you wouldn't be able okay, to repost. It is. It is ten or maybe fifteen feet from you. I can't tell from where I'm at. Ten. On the, it's 10 feet. So yeah, you couldn't attack it. Yeah, fuck off. Oh, my God. Fuck off. Anyways. Second attack. I'm, I won't parry this one. Don't give me that pity shit. I'll let you have this one. <laughs> I hate you so much. I hate you. I hate you. I've always hated you. I'd rather date a spider or a rat. <laughs> Titanium die. Than date you so ugly and fat. It is a 30 Nine to hit. Oh my god, yeah, that hits. Holy oh, shit. 18 on the die. Oh my god. Damn. Okay, okay, okay. What's okay. this attack? Oh, you have fucking mirror image. Ah! Oh, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> How many do you have left? You have two images left. I have so. two images left. Ha-ha. Fucking shit. Fuck, fucking shit. Okay, I'm going to roll a d6, and a five and a six will be Isla. Oh shit, that's right. This one has been failing me. I'm going to roll this one. Yeah. Just let me hit this. Let me make a hit attack, please. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Move the die down. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking shit! Fuck! Ha <laughs> 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 oh, ha! just made. Oh my god! Oh my god! Taste my blade. <laughs> just a couple more turns. Just a couple more turns, and you'll pay him back for all this. Just a couple more turns. <laughs> I don't like, like that. Just a couple like more that. fucking turns, and you'll pay him back for all this. What the fuck does that shit? mean? Oh my fucking Isla, it's your turn. A, you're on deck. Yay. Isla, as a as a swift action, she activates her Swordmaster's flame. Yeah. Okay. And she's going to attack the lady. You're going to attack the lady. Okay. Yes. Well, I guess I could attack the golem. No, I'm going to attack the lady. Go for it. You get, what, three three attacks? Yes, here I go. All right. Ah, man, fuck. I don't think that hits. 27 to hit. 27 is a hit. (gasps) Really? 27 is exactly a hit. Oh, my God. Okay, let's roll some damage. Walk around my D4. Oh, there. D6s, I mean, D4s. That is 24 points of damage to the lady. Okay. Second attack. I was just poking holes. Here she goes. That's 29 to hit. 29 is a hit. Woo! <laughs> yeah, baby. That's 25 points of damage. 
Okay, and roll the last attack. Third attack, lowest bonus is... Oh, 24. 24 to hit? Yes. Is a miss. Oh, I thought it was 24. Was 27 is racing. Oh, 27. That was the first roll. <laughs> Never yeah, mind. Yeah, unfortunately, you are able to stab two big old holes in here with your weird fucking lunge thing from your strange magic item. <laughs> and then the next one glances off uh, one, one of its, like, has a bunch of, like, rocky chitin on it, and you, it, you bounce right off of it, uh, and you're unable to make purchase. Swift action, full round attack. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be it from you. A little bit to damage. A, you're up, and then it is the little dudes, and then it is the other golem. Cool. A's gonna take a five-foot step back. Wait, no, sorry. She's gonna stay where where she's at. She's gonna remove a wand from her person. Okay, move He's action. going to cast said spell on the, uh, the long girl, and it is a... Long girl. Uh, mm, yes, the long meat. <laughs> what is this wand? This is the uh, wand of Hungry Pit. Ooh. She's going to cast it on her. I'm pretty sure this isn't going to work yeah. because she's a huge it's creature. Ten, it's only 10 Dang feet wide. It. She physically cannot fall into it. Let me just double check. It's 10 feet wide. She is a she is a three foot, uh, a three square creature. Dang it. Let me just check create pit here. The pit will still be created. Can you do it on the golem? It's going to suck oh, everyone okay. around in the 10 feet area. It's a 10 foot size pit, so everything around it's going to get sucked in. What about the in. little kids in the back? They're going to get sucked in if she doesn't. Mm. Yeah, my from what I can tell, I'm not finding an exact ruling uh, specifically, but the huge size creature physically can't fit inside the pit. So you would know that casting on her mm-hmm. wouldn't really do anything to her. At most, I might give her difficult terrain in that area because she has mm-hmm. to wield around it. So, I mean, if you wanted to choose a different set of... Do it to the babies. You could choose to get... You couldn't get all three of the little ones, but you could get two of them at least. Yeah, do the babies. Are you sure, though? Yeah, you could get, like, these because two if, if they're on the, or those two. If they're on the outside, they still have to reflex save or fall in. Like, it's the terrain. It's the 10 foot, and then it's the outside. No, I understand. Like the people on the outside don't make that same save. If you end your turn on the outside of a pit, you have to make... I believe it's an acrobatics check, maybe, possibly. I have to double check exactly what it is. But, yeah, it won't have any effect on her because she's a huge-sized creature. But you could have the reflex save... You could enact that on two of the little smaller crystalline things. Hmm. You could get the babies. It might be better just to do it on the golem. You could do that too. Because then it would create like some fucked up distance between... She might just have to move out of the way or like like you said, like uh, difficult terrain. It would create some distance between you guys. As long as guys. me and Elgaroth won't fall in. Yeah, I'm not trying to get you guys. So I'll cast Hungry Pit just on the farthest square that I can. Or the farthest distance near the biggest golem and near the lady. So 10 feet right here. Just to avoid me and Algaroth getting in. Okay. And I'm assuming that the golem doesn't have a high reflex save. 22? Uh, it'd be, it's, it's a wand, right? Yeah. yeah. It's still, oh, so it's, it's going to be, the, it's going to be the bait. It's not going to be your, it's not going to be your DC. Um, well, so it's what we got it at, right? Yeah. Which we got it at the lowest. So let yeah, me double check what level it's going to be. Spell. Yeah, so let me just do the math. It's a 21. Don't know it off. It's not going to be a 21 for sure. Um, uh, So it is a fifth level spell. So it's going to be 10 plus the spell level to start at 15. The basic, the lowest modifier for a sorcerer or wizard to be able to cast a fifth level spell is going to be a plus two. So it will be a DC of 17. Boo. 
Yeah, unfortunately, with the wands um, that you don't make or whatever, they're going to be lower because it's going to be the lowest version of that. So, yeah, fifth level spell, you have to have a 15 intelligence as a wizard to be able to cast the spell. So, you would be the lowest would be a plus if you two. Keep so, the pit it's a there, 17. Does it continue to have to keep making reflex saves? Yeah. True. That's, that's yeah, good. it will. Yeah, so um, it will have that's to good. make the reflex save at the end of its turn, but it does not fall in. So, you go ahead and you wave the wand, and you guys watch, like you've seen many times, this pit just opens up underneath the golem and partially under Voldemort and this golem is able to just like move out of the way with its crystalline body uh, and you guys can watch as this pit actually slowly undulates as it sits there um, it looks a lot more maybe I'll fall next time hungry, than, uh, hungry. It's, it's a hungry hungry <laughs> hippo hippo pip, pippo uh, <laughs> Uh, well, that's going to be a move and a standard to do that, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, move to draw it and a standard, but it is there. So at the end of the uh, the golem's turn, it will have to roll again, which it rolled really good. So <laughs> um, we'll see if uh, we'll see if it uh, makes that. Remember that it's a seventeen. The DC is seventeen on that wand. Um, okay, it is the little dude's turn. I love that no one's rolled a knowledge check yet. It's very fun. Oh um, uh, that's really great. Um, let's see here. We're normally, like, good about reminding each other, but, like, not today. Josh has literally already said it. Come on, we still have to remind you to detect magic. Today, I've detected magic on every goddamn surface. (laughs) Not today. (laughs) You're on a good one today. (laughs) Okay, so you guys see these small crystal creatures begin to... Scramble around the pit in this area. One of them runs towards Isla. Is going to roll two attacks uh, on her. Do you want to parry? Whoa. Two attacks? Oh, one attack. Excuse me. I'm good. No, was it 20? Oh, yeah. That's a natural 20. I probably wasn't going to hit with that. I don't know if I can even confirm, but at least it hits. So (laughs) that'll be nice. Um, It does not confirm. It's only, it's an 11 to confirm. (laughs) Um, But it does hit. Yeah. So we get to try to get rid of the last of your mirror images. Wee! That's, That's what I wanted. Oh, Hell yeah. You. Look good at that little you. guy. Uh, so go ahead. <laughs> Look at that little guy. Look at him um, go. We'll say, we'll roll a d4. A three and a four <laughs> is Isla. I kind of don't want to get Isla this time. What? I guarantee I'm going to get her this time. I guarantee I'm going to get her. <laughs> four points of damage. Let's see. On the table. <laughs> it's a one. Oh, nice. Oh, so you got That's me. a mirror image. That's a mirror, mirror image. image. So your last mirror uh, image is gone. Oh, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. No more mirror images for Isla. Damn. So I can just fucking attack her all I want now. Yeah. Hey, that saved Can't me a wait. lot of HP, probably. It so. actually really did. She, I mean, um, Voluminari has some cool stuff with her attacks. Um, Thanks, a. That worked out. Hey, that guy did his entire job. He can die now, and I don't care. That's totally worth wow, it. These other two dudes are going to unleash a breath attack no. and spray crystals at Elgaroth. Oh my gosh. So, Elgaroth, go ahead and roll. Just roll one reflex save for me. I'll have you roll a second one in just a second. All right, first one is. Can I use a hero die? You can't. I mean, it won't necessarily give you a. We want you'll get a a boon. Yeah, I want to use a boon for my saves. Okay. Yeah, you want to do that? Sick. All right. Mark off Hell a yeah. hero die there. Okay, I'm gonna mark off Stephanie's hero die. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, boon for a saving throw. Go ahead, roll me a d12, please. Five. Five. Stupid. Oh, wow. A uh, two in one episode also comes from our buddy Tom from Atlanta. Uh-huh. This is called Bro Him. You can't <laughs> help it. Even in a moment as tense as this, you remember the catchy refrain to a song you had nearly forgotten. Oh. You hum the melody, 
and gain a plus four bonus on all saving throws for the next 1d6 rounds. Oh, dope. Hold on, hold on. I got this. I got this. <clears throat> Uh-oh. He has one. He has a song. Whoa! Whoa! Classic folk song of the orcs. <laughs> Go ahead, roll a d6 for me, man. You can see how many rounds you get that plus four. Uh, two. Two, nice. The next two rounds, all your saving throws get a plus four, Duh. which is great. That is killer. Um, Go ahead and roll uh, the saving throws for uh, this reflex save. Hell yeah. Thanks, Tom. That's fucking killer. Right. And I hilarious. That. Uh, 22. That is a success. Uh, go ahead and roll me the second one. It'll be for half damage. Uh, but yeah, roll that second one with the same bonus. Oh, that's not going to do it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Pretty weak. Uh, 15. 15 is a save. Nice. What? It is wow. a save. They're weak little boys. Holy shit. All right. We're going to do um, half damage on both these. First one, you are going to take 14. Oh, shit. You took half. Seven points of slashing damage. Oh, no points of damage. <laughs> and then that would be a little, it would be eight points of slashing damage. But I, oh, I, no you're nine. Po- <laughs> oh, no points of damage again. <laughs> I forgot. Woo. It's the only one, it's the, he's the only person they can make it to. Well, I wasted a hero tag. <laughs> Man, the last like four episodes have just been me just fucking up combats, Trash. and it's no, very, very irritating. Be nice to yourself. I, I, I just want to. I don't. I just want to play a lizard. I don't want to GM anymore, guys. I just wanna play a <laughs> Guess we have to go back. Can I just be a fucking? Lizard. Can I just be the raging Cajun fucking lizard yeah, just, cage fighter? Just finish finish this podcast in the form of a novel, and then we'll just play. Sounds rusty, rusty dragon. dragon. Press fucking harder and say Ed Tufay all you fucking want forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make a little anti-fake. Um, uh, well, um, that's going to be it for these little guys. It is the golem's turn. Did they finish their turn on the outside of my goddamn pit? Oh, there'd be one dude. Okay. One dude. Um, yeah, uh, one guy falls in. Sweet. Yeah. One little guy. Yeah. They don't They don't make that noise. They're like crystalline <laughs> constructs. <laughs> what, uh, what kind of damage does he take? Yeah, what happens when they, uh, when they go in there and for Hungry Pit? Creatures will fall in, uh, take 46 of bludgeoning each round as the pit contracts and then returns to its normal size. It starts to eat them. Well, so I think on they, my turn, okay, right? They, yeah, they, they take falling take damage. damage. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, roll how the 46 while I look up how big it is, okay? Roll the 46 first. It's 10 feet per two caster levels. So that's... Uh, 50. Yeah, so roll, roll the bludgeoning for the contraction. 11 points. 11, okay. Mm-hmm. And then roll 5d6 for the fall damage. Hell yeah, not bad. A little 96 turn. 14 points for the fall. 14 points, okay. It's a nice little sizable amount. I love pits. I love pits. This little crystalline creature falls down in at the end of its turn. We now move on to the big golem's turn. It's one of those times where you know what you have to do as a GM. Oh, my God. And it, <laughs> I hate this. Song. There is a little bit of you that's like, hey, a little bit of vengeance for these people fucking kiting you along all this time and <laughs> fucking with you Stop. and just making like three crits around, critting for this over 120 personal. points of damage. This is getting personal, Josh. And then there's the other part of you that's like, do I want to hurt them this bad? Hurt us, bitch. This is something... I'm just going to narrate this a little <laughs> no. longer. This is something I tried to do... 40 episodes ago. Oh, no. 40? Yeah. If we count Quest Side Story, 70 episodes. 80 episodes ago. Damn. 
You've been hanging this out. Is a sim- this is a similar thing that something else had, and it's really vicious. And I feel bad doing it, but let me mark this off. So we have it. It's all above board. <laughs> My heart's starting to race. I'm racing. so scared. <laughs> I know what I have to do, but I don't know if I have the strength to do it. <laughs> My hands are sweating. You're nothing. You're no one. But not to me. <laughs> but not to me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm reading through this ability one more time to make sure I don't fuck anything up. Uh-oh. This golem, he watches another wave of energy flows seemingly out of Volumenari up through the feet of this and all coalesces in the head of this crystalline golem. And he watches the energy dissipates. And A, at first... No. You're very confused. You're not really sure what it just did. Before I tell you what happens next, I need to ask how many hit points you have. (gasps) Not a lot. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. I have thirty-three hit points. Oh no. Thirty-three hit points. Is this a power word? Oh my god, is it? I have this. Do we need it? Do we how I don't know? You sure everything everything is accurate thirty-three? And after all the stuff you took? Yeah, I haven't taken any boosts or boons. You took that massive mind thrust at the start. I did take that, yeah. That was it. Okay, I'm just making sure. Thirty-three. So because of your hit points, it's not nearly as bad. I actually genuinely thought you had less. What is this? Go ahead to start. Roll me a fortitude save. For sure. Do you want to use a hero die in that? Yeah, I will. I want to roll them both at well, the same time. Well, we have to see the, what the boon is. The hero die doesn't just give you a bonus. It's uh, a boon to your saving throw. So go ahead and roll a d12. D12. Yeah, we're going to choose what it is. Four. Okay. This is from our buddy Trip. Trip, what's up? You mean Trib? <laughs> uh, nice. This is called A Hero's Journey. Oh. oh, my favorite. Before rolling your saving throw, you become subject to a heroism spell for 1d6 rounds. I think that helps your save. So right? roll, it does roll, help your save. roll your d6 for the hero die. Nice. Okay. Um, that's a six. Nice. Nice. Oh, you will get six rounds of heroism, yes. which is great. That pro- I think that does give you a bonus. It does. Um, yeah. So you it get a plus, a plus two, two attacks, saves, and skill checks. You'll get a plus two to your fortitude save. Go ahead and roll me that fortitude save. Very nice. Damn. Right to the dice gods. That freaking uh, Joseph Campbell reference trip. Thank you for that. I know. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, oh no. Just kidding. Oh, it's not did this great, just though. turn to the hero with a thousand face palms? <laughs> oh, that's really good, Shane. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, actually, you know what? It's Joseph Campbell. This that's is good. the I know. Thank hero's you. tragedy yeah. now. Yeah, this is uh, act two. 17. 17? Could be worse. That's Could be a worse. Fail. Not great. For this spell, it's a fail. Yeah, for this spell, it's more like that. Feeble-minded. I shit my pants and I start crying. <laughs> I feel like it's going to be worse than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I shit my pants, start crying, and I start killing you guys. All at the same time. <laughs> and this is something the golem did, correct? Correct. Oh, fuck. So, A, you stand here confused, and you very suddenly get just start to feel a headache begin to grow like a bead in the center of your mind, and it just feels like your head's going to split open, and you start to notice a little bit of blood trickling out of your nose. And as you're standing there, the headache begins to just rage harder and harder until suddenly 
<gasps> oh my god. Ace head explodes. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Wait, what? No, no. <laughs> God. How, how many hit points did you say you had? 33. Yeah. You take 52 points of damage, and if it brings you to disabled or dying, your head explodes. We will see oh. you in episode 74. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Hell yeah. Wait, guys. Wait, 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 wait. No, shit. Wait, wait. Oh, we got to redo this. She has a freebie. I forgot. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh, oh, man, I wanted to die. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. If I wanted a death, that's a best death. Ooh, like it's it tops Percy's. That's an amazing. Death. Oh, my God. Well, all this is going to stay in the episode because it's insane and stupid. What? Actually happens a because of this psychic spell and be pushing its way into your mind and because you were already subject to this creatures to another one of these creatures mind thrust oh. you get a sudden vision of this happening to you and there's an instance where you feel the blood coursing out of your eyes and from every orifice on your face Yum. but you feel the power of the angrog flow through your veins momentarily in that instance, you are one of them. And because of that blessing, your head doesn't blow up. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, ah, we'll see you in episode 74. <laughs> <laughs>